Hello everybody, welcome to our first episode of the Unbreakable Woman podcast hosted by Megan and May. I am Megan and my co-host May. May Dobbins, hey, how is everyone? Well, I guess we're saying how is everyone, but it's not like we can really hear your voices, but we are excited. We're going to imagine we can. Yes, we're going (laughs) to imagine that we can hear your voices, but welcome to the Unbreakable Woman podcast. Yeah, we're excited actually because this is our second attempt at recording this and Mm -hmm. we're excited to share with you what happened with our first one, (laughs) which was a little discouraging, but we had actually recorded the entire episode, come to find out that it didn't actually record. Mm. So that goes to show you what two amateurs do when we try to um, come together to do something great we knew the enemy was working against us and um but he doesn't succeed because what do we do try try again and here we are and uh i'm excited personally for this podcast because you know we've had many conversations about the things that we love and care about and you know just in the things that the lord's done for us and testifying about those things and sharing those things with other women so that we can encourage people and um, encourage other women and encourage them to also be vulnerable because vulnerability is what helps us to make connection, right? Yeah, um, I was at an event this past weekend and um, it was all about vulnerability and sharing stories. And let me tell you how powerful this event was just from hearing people's stories and the hard things that they went through and how God was with them in the midst or how God met them in their grief and in their pain and how he pulled them out of their their circumstances was just so powerful. Our stories are powerful. Mm-hmm. We need to all be testifying about our stories and the things that God has done in our lives. Amen. So this um, particular episode, we're going to be just sharing a little bit about ourselves and our backgrounds. So those of you that don't know us. Um, so do you want to start? Do you want me to start? I can start. Okay. Yeah. So um, again, this podcast is Unbreakable Woman. And, you know, the enemy tries to break us down, right? The enemy is always trying to break down the woman. He's trying to attack us in Mm -hmm. multiple ways, whether it's through our wounds, whether it's through um, relational things. I mean, the enemy, he comes for everybody. We know that whether you're a man or a female, but I just think that he comes at us women in such a specific type of way, right? And so for me, he really did try to come at me with my identity. He tried to break my identity down because, you know, if you can break someone's identity down and erase their identity, then they have nothing else to live for. And that's pretty much what my story was, is um, I was a young girl, came here to the United States at age six. And um, even though you're hopeful, you're excited to meet friends and people, um, I was met with so much rejection and name calling. And so I took on a false identity that I was this ugly person. No one will ever be my friend. And so that's how I live much of my life. And from there, I, I started looking for, for love in all the wrong places and found relationships that, um, that, were, um, that were really attacking the core of who I was as a person and as a woman. And um, it, it nearly wiped me out to the point where Um, And we'll get into our specific stories later on throughout Mm -hmm. the journey of our podcast. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to go into detail here, but do know that the enemy tried to wipe me out. And I almost I came to a point where I wanted to commit suicide. And um, and that's where God met me in the middle of my bedroom one day when I was I had everything laid out. I was going to to take these pills. I was done. Um, I only saw black. I had no future. I had zero hope. And, um, and God met me in a dream. 
and he gave me this big white Bible that was floating and these words were like flowing out of it. Mm -hmm. And when I woke up, I could not shake this dream. Mm -hmm. And I tried to forget about the dream. I tried to say whatever. It was just a dream. It means nothing. I don't even know if there's a verse like that in the Bible. Mm. And because I couldn't shake, I finally got up and looked, searched high and low for a Bible because there was surely no Bible in my house at that time. <laughs> <laughs> but I did find one Bible that my dad had just recently gave to my sister my, and my brother and I um, just months before that. It was under a pile of stuff. So I pulled it out. Wasn't sure if this chapter was going to be there or not, but I opened it up to that verse that I saw in my dream and literally the words came flowing out of that Bible in pouring into my heart and speaking life into me mm. and God met me there that day mm -hmm. like he spoke life into me all I had was death and blackness I had never cried so hard in my life because of the love that I was met with was so tangible. Mm. I, it was overwhelming. It was real. And because of that experience, um, I said yes to God. Mm. And he asked me, will you be willing to, will you be willing to trust me and go on this journey with me? And because of I, um, I, because of what I felt and how he met me and how tangible his love and, um, how tangible his love and his forgiveness and his um it, his love it met me there mm -hmm. and so from there I I took his hand and went on a journey and my life has never been the same and um I'm just so thankful that there's a God who sees us mm -hmm. and he sees our stories mm -hmm. and he's a redemptive God mm -hmm. he's he redeems all things and there's nothing nothing so terrible in our lives that he's not willing to forgive Amen. there's nothing that he is not able to redeem mm -hmm. um he takes beauty for ashes it says in isaiah mm -hmm. and that's what he's done with me in my life is mm -hmm. that he's given me beauty for my ashes and so that's kind of a little tiny tiny snippet <laughs> of what god have, has done uh, how many kids so now i have five kids total so i was a single mom for three years um and um you know part of that story was that my youngest of the of my first three she was four years old at the time and because I was so depressed I um I mean my kids were the ones who kept me going and kept me living you know especially because my life had no hope I was hopeless and I was so broken um, but my kids who kept me going when I heard the enemy whisper in my ear even they would be better off without you my four-year-old came in the room and she said Mommy, I'm hungry. And I remember just not wanting to get up and even do anything, feed my kids or anything. I was so broken. And when I heard the enemy whisper that, look at you, even your kids are better off without you. And I came into agreement with that lie. And um, and that was the end for me until God met me in that dream. But yeah, so I have three older children. So 25, 20, no, 26 24 and 21. I always forget all of my children's age. I have too many kids. And mm -hmm. then I have four-year-old twins, boy-girl twins mm -hmm. with my mm -hmm. husband that I've been married to for now six and a half years. Mm -hmm. And that's a redemptive story that we'll share yes. later on. Yes. And I can't wait to, to talk more about that. I always say to you um, just how inspirational you are. We were talking about this earlier about how you're always just managing so many things but so well you know you it's very inspirational to see that what you've walked through and be successful but that as I was saying to you earlier but you have this kind of um 
this this insatiable drive for success that mm. failure just isn't an option mm. and um, it's very inspiring and motivating considering there are many times that you indeed did try to give up and yeah. try to just but the, you see the enemy is a liar what yeah. is he's a punk he is you know yeah he that's what he tries to do and this isn't the end of the, the story this is actually still what i feel to be in the very beginning as i was saying earlier so many uh, you're going to do so many amazing things mm. and um, I'm just excited to witness that mm. because it's so powerful and I know that you've personally impacted so many women's lives mm. and you're going to continue to and that's it's an honestly it's an honor to really be doing this podcast mm. with you um, and you know coming to get to know you more and more <laughs> <laughs> you'll make me cry <laughs> coming to get to know you more and more um, you know I'm really learning how similar that we are in in so many ways and why God's kind of brought us together and just Mm. a small snippet of I think how we can really help and encourage a lot of women and you know we have probably similar yet very different stories of course I didn't grow up knowing God knowing the Lord you know I grew up I I was born in California uh, moved back to England when I was two with my um, my sister she was four and my mom and had a kind of bi-continental relationship with my dad where I would see him for two months every summer and then every other Christmas and grew up for the most part with my mum you know being single and raising us that way Mm. um, and really having nothing and um, seeing her build but also at the same time as we were kind of discussing earlier not ever spending anything that she made over the years and giving it away but also being very humble in that so Another thing that May and I are really passionate about is women in business and um, building. And so that's a lot of topics of things that we want to discuss on this this podcast, too, because I feel like it's um, it's an important subject. You know, there are a lot of aspiring women out there who, who want to 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 create, to build, to make things and not in a way that has to be this sort of um, pride-driven egotistical worldly woman perspective that we see today in the world it doesn't have to be like that but it can also be extremely um achieving and motivating for a woman to achieve Mm -hmm. the dreams that she has yeah whether single or married um whether the breadwinner or not Mm -hmm. anyways but back to my story i grew up in the uk and you know would go back and forth and i wouldn't say i had a close relationship with my dad at all and I am sad about that, but I think at the time I didn't notice it, didn't think about it. You know, when you're in something and that's all you know, you don't think you see any dysfunction. Yeah. And it wasn't that my dad was ever in any shape or form abusive or um, he just didn't know how to be a dad. I think because he was kind of a part-time dad and he only kind of saw us twice a year, if that, sometimes once a year. He wasn't very good at showing love and affection so he barely hugged us it was only when we I remember specifically I would go up and hug him Mm. or I would go up and show affection to him where that came from I don't know but I was kind of more the initiator with that with him than he ever was with us and you know I think when you look at children they're very um unafraid in a lot of ways sometimes and they kind of they're not afraid to it's only that what they learn later on that they kind of become that way and I think maybe as a response of growing up and not receiving it back. I mean, I don't know, you know, I'm not a psychologist, but I know that my lack of relationship with him definitely had a huge negative impact in my life when it came to my relationships with men, because I Mm -hmm. developed very, um, 
unhealthy relationships with men at a young age, not only through abuse, but also through peer pressure and, um, you know, losing my virginity very young and um, even being raped, which um, I think we will talk about an episode um, at some point where we will be kind of sharing some stories. And the reason why is because we want women to not to know that there is no shame around it yeah and I hadn't even uttered those words until I think a couple of years ago um because I was ashamed and also I didn't want my husband to for some reason I thought he would look at me a certain way or judge me in a certain way but I had a very um dysfunctional and somewhat promiscuous um teenhood I suppose you know as a teenager and in my early 20s I didn't know God. I didn't have any direction. I didn't have... I thought my worth was shown by the way I looked. Mm. So I thought there was this big emphasis on, you know, taking care of myself. You know, I got breast implants when I was 20 years old because I saw that my mum had breast implants and it was Mm. a normal thing to do. And, you know, I got very sick actually recently is another podcast we're going to do and share about that explant story and the whole Mm -hmm. thing that God revealed around that but I put myself through a lot of unnecessary um, pain because I thought that that was the way things should be and I thought I would be loved if I acted a certain way around men or I behaved a certain way around men or I gave them what I thought they wanted I would be more desirable to um, other men and and that just wasn't the case. That was such a lie. I uh, I wish that I'd have known at that age how to how to behave. I mean, not necessarily behave, but how to just that God made me the way that I should be. I don't need to perform. I don't need to do anything in order to get love. I don't need to be or look a certain way to be loved by a man. And I wish that you know, that's that's something that we get from our, our father. That's something that we get from our dad saying to us, you, you know, you're beautiful, you're loved, yeah. you're, you know. And I, there's no right or wrong way to anything, but we are shaped by our experiences and everything is foundational and it does come back to what we learn from our parents. Yeah. So, does. you know, uh, fast forward, I want to keep my, my testimony somewhat, not testimony, my story somewhat short, but... Um, God saved me through an incredible situation and circumstance that actually happened to be after my father had passed away and I moved to the States and to take over his company back in 2012 and um, met my husband in 2014 and he actually brought me to the Lord and I can't wait to share that story and that testimony because it really is amazing. I thought I was somewhat spiritual before but absolutely was I not even remotely spiritual because I was influenced by everyone and everything around me and not who God really was and I didn't have a clue who he was Mm. and I had never heard the gospel but I did have this opinion based upon what I had heard and known you know I had this this response to people like oh you know the bible contradicts itself i had never read the bible so who was i wow. to say that wow. that was just something i'd heard yeah. a lot and of i thought say that too right that don't know the lord yeah interesting. it's a it's a it's a common response yeah but i think it's a it's not a correct one because having read the bible from cover to cover mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. um and reading it every day i understand that that is couldn't be more inaccurate but um there's an amazing story behind that so and i can't wait to share that in another episode but um 
long story short, I have two amazing boys, yes. 16 months old today, and um, he'll be five, Noah will be five in June, Noah and Asha, and uh, God's blessed me, and I didn't ask for it, and I certainly don't deserve it, uh, but I look forward to sharing more about my testimony of how I came to know the Lord, and really the transformation I think that's happened in my life since, and the value and worth that I now um, have in as a as a result of getting to know the Lord. Mm-hmm. Your story is so amazing, and um, I can't wait that, for us to get into your story a little bit more and what God has done and how um, how He's redeemed things in your own life as well. And so, um, um, so yeah, so we're so excited for all that is going to happen in this podcast and all that we're going to share. Um, right now, we are. It's funny because we're actually sitting in a. Um, convention room at the Phoenix Convention Center that we're not supposed to be at so in the dark corner. See how we are we're really determined to get this first episode out to you guys so we're actually being shooed out of this room right now which is uh, You're saying it nicely I think we're getting kicked out of this room right now. Yeah but we are determined (laughs) let me tell you I'm not I'm not going to say like I'm not going to be surprised that the enemy isn't trying to punk us in in, we are determined to get our truth out and share the good things that the Lord has done. And so if that means hiding in a dark room in a convention center to do that, that's what we're going to do. That's right. Um, I was going to also share that with, you know, we can't wait to get other amazing women on this podcast that are going to share their incredible testimonies of how the enemy tried to break them and was not able to break them. Because let me tell you, when you have Jesus you really are unbreakable. We're not unbreakable in and of ourselves and in our flesh and because we're just such incredible, amazing women. I mean, we are, but in Christ, you know, in Jesus Christ, we are unbreakable. And um, with him, we have the victory in every circumstance, in Mm -hmm. everything that the enemy tries to throw our way. Mm -hmm. We always have the victory and that's what makes us unbreakable. So we are excited. um, And so you can begin to look for our podcast weekly. Um, And um, we also ask you to please follow us on our social media pages. Well, right now we just have Instagram. So we are on at, um, what is our Instagram? Unbreakable Unbreakable Women Podcast. And then you'll see, I, we, I think we both have it in our bio on our social media pages. I am at MNB, at, that's B-E-E. And what's your handle on, on IG? At May Dobbins, so at M-A-Y-D-O-B-B-I-N-S. Yeah, so you can see, um, that's our personal pages. I believe they're both open public. Mine is, is yours? Is it no, mine isn't. But if you if you follow me, then I will I'll add you. So yeah. I don't have a problem adding our, our friends listening to our podcast. Yes, <laughs> and we're excited. This meet really means a lot to us that you're just listening right now, that you're tuning in and um, just listening. And I hope that you share this and um, continue to follow our podcast because we have, you know, a lot that we want to be vulnerable with you all about and share with you because it's really close to our heart and it's something that is very special to me personally and and same I, for I me for you too yeah for yeah sure. and a lot of the subjects that we want to talk about from everything from you know um unforgiveness to yep. um, women in business to relationships to motherhood there's there's so many things that we're passionate about that we just want to we want to share in and um we're excited that you guys are all along the journey yeah with us for that and hope that you guys tune in for our next episode yes please tune in and that will be next week mm-hmm. by the grace of god yes we won't be hiding in a convention center That's room. Right. <laughs> uh, next week, we will definitely. We have honestly, we have such busy schedules that we really 
this means so much to us we're really trying to make it work yeah so we're actually at an isogenics event right now yeah, yeah. Uh, in downtown phoenix and we're like you know what let's just do it so um we're here right now hiding in a dark room uh recording for you so i hope you guys get a kick out of that but we're having fun anyways and we're getting yes, kicked we out of this room <laughs> so we love you all yes. and um we can't wait for our next episode which will be slightly longer than this one and um yeah hope you all guys have a blessed week yep and we'll see you soon love you guys bye bye